Okay, good evening, everyone. Thanks for uh, joining. So as mentioned last week, we will, uh, you know, we're embarking on learning many of the halachas of money, of business. So we said we're going to start with the halachas that are found in Arachayim and Yeridea before jumping into Chayish Mishpat. So today I want to discuss some of the halachas of davening and how that plays out for someone going to work, traveling to work, missing missing minion. Um, it's really a two-part Two parts to the share. So we'll do part one today and part two next week, Amir Hashem. Uh, next week we'll focus more on Mincha, Marav. Hopefully no one's working at night, but let's see not uh, working at night. So Mincha, Marav, the question of a pile leaving work to go to Mincha, is that, uh, does he, is he allowed to get paid for, you know, could he bill his hours to his from boss who uh, hired him for eight hours and nine to five, it automatically cuts into mincha. So what exactly is he supposed to do? Is he mechoyev to take his lunch break? If he's even given a lunch break? So we'll discuss that next week in Hashem. But today we're going to discuss three or four topics. Number one, the Zman Tfilah of Shachris. And, and we're going to work comes into that discussion. The question of Tfilah B'tzibor, of davening with a minion. That would apply to Shachris, Mincha, Marav as well. Uh, and uh, the question of doing chafatz of someone doing his own work doing his own uh, activities before uh, before davening. So let's see one at a time. As far as the Zman Tfilah, so in Simon Peites, you know, each each of these topics could be a whole shear on its own, and I've given those shear in the past. So the first uh, first topic is in, is in Brachas Tachavav. There the Gemara says the Zman of, of Shachris Lechatchila is supposed to be Imhan Yitzchama. The Gemara earlier brought, brought, brought a Pasuk of Yerucham Shemesh, that you should see Hashem with the Shemesh, with the sun rising. Many Hasidim say that's why you should have mincha later also. Yerucham Shemesh, with the sun setting, that's when you're supposed to uh, have mincha. But there's a, the Gemara clearly says the person should have mincha, should have shachris, uh, in the morning right around the time of Neitzah And those that were kivasikin, they would have in Kriyashma before Neitzah and they would have in Shmanasre after sunrise. So the question is, if you go throughout most communities in America, especially it came up recently, in politics regarding uh, extending daylight savings time uh, all year round, you would have you know, no, so, did not pass, did not pass, right, right. Thanks to that good, uh, yeah, according to that, that was their, uh, yeah, it didn't pass, but uh, yeah, it was that was was uh, it was shot down, Baruch Hashem. But you know, it would help for Shabbos to have later Shabbos even in the winter. But for those that work at nine o'clock in the morning, the earliest Shachris would be eight fifteen, eight thirty. Throughout many uh, many of the months in many of the cities, especially up north over here, where sunrise in the winter is eight o'clock, you can't have a bris meal until after nates. So, yeah, the question of how exactly do we do we dive in earlier? The Gemara over there only is mashma that if someone is a uh, einus, someone who has no choice, the shiara is leaving, his train is leaving, then he could dive in before nates. So, how exactly do we do we most of us will dive in, especially in the winter time, or when they change the clock, we'll dive in. Uh, before Neitz HaChamah. So there are a few different approaches how to understand what we do. Meaning, the Chathchila person is supposed to daven after Neitz. Bid the it seems like, at face value, you should daven after Neitz, but not before Neitz. So how exactly do we do what we do? So Hector number one is mentioned in the Mishabur right on the spot, and he says that if it's a Oynes or Sharat, Sharat Chak, just like someone who uh, whose train is leaving, his ride is leaving, so that would be mutter. So someone would have to wait and only daven, let's say, 7.45, 8 o'clock in the winter time, and he would not be able to get to work on time. So that is a heter. Now, that would not apply to Sundays or uh, 
or let's say unless the person works on Sunday, but that wouldn't apply to, you know, on a, on a legal holiday. Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King Day, right? Thank you, Avi. All the all the new holidays that came up. If if, if you're not going to work, so then you wouldn't really be, be able to rely on that hector. Rav Moshe. What is it? If I'm if I'm just like an early bird, I have no reason to double at six thirty other than the fact that I'm not sleeping. But I'm an early early bird, and I get up early six thirty. Right. So good, good question. Right. Join Tarach. That's Tarach's meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's another uh, another Eitzah perhaps. It's mentioned in some of the Achrayim. Rav Moshe alludes to this as well in one of his shuvas. Doesn't pass him like this, but perhaps. The if a person is not hitting Vasikan, you're not getting Yerucham Shemesh, you don't have a Vasikan minion in your community. You have a 630 minion and a 730 minion throughout the year. That's when they daven. No matter when the sun rises, it doesn't make a difference. That's when they daven. So in that case, you're not really getting Yerucham Shemesh anyways. So perhaps there's no difference between davening after Nate's or davening before Nate. That's a hetter flown, you know, that floats around in the Paiskim. It's not uh, necessarily to be relied upon, but that's a hetter number two, we would say. Hector number three, I would say, B'Shema Rabbi Rai's Minishlita, and that is that a person, as uh, Phil just mentioned, a person is allowed to have a schedule, and if every single day you would have to change around your schedule throughout the year, and you, you wouldn't, what we would call, have a normal routine, so then that, that perhaps, that itself would be called Shas al-Chakna. He himself is Makbit uh, to Davim Masikin usually, but uh, he said that, that would be considered an Oynas. The fact that I need to have a schedule, I need this carpool, there's, there's school, there's Chavrusas, uh, exercise, whatever you have, if you, even if you're not working, whatever's part of your schedule, that L'Chaira would, would fall into the category of Oynas. Yes, Rabbi Yassi? So, but is, if it's Oynas, there's what to be Saimichan, or it's a different ballgame? What's the problem? Let's got to daven later. But, but if a person has a cheshbon, this is when I daven every day. This is my minion. I like the speed, or I like the. It's, it's, it's slow enough for me too quick. Whatever, whatever speed you like, and you have your seat, and this is where that you have parking. So if, if that really is why you're davening there, you have to ask yourself, why am I davening uh, before Nate Sacham? If I'm not, if I'm not going to work, I'm not taking, uh, you know, kids to school. So why exactly you're davening before Nate? So that would be a good etza that this is your schedule. Your makam kavua. This is your minion. This is your kila. So that would be another. Uh, that would be a hetter. So I can't. I can't tune in late. But the kumecha haste that the chetchila shmash be right before nates as well, right? So there has to be after, as long as mishiyakir. The Mishnah says once it's after mishiyakir, that's that's the time lechetchila. There's no problem. Now, but the awesome. event, okay. and you have many situations where you're davening a six thirty or six o'clock minion in the winter. You're not even getting that. You're davening kriyashma before mishiyakir. That's a whole different discussion over there. If you're not getting Mishiyakir, you really should daven Shemona Esrei. If you, if you have to run to work, you would daven Shemona Esrei after, after Alois. You have, a, you have a question of putting on Tefillin. You should not uh, put on Tefillin yet. It's not Mishiyakir yet. And then run to work. And then at 9 o'clock or something, you would put on Tefillin and actually say Birchus Kriyashma. You would lose Smichas Gulul Tefillah, but you would get Tefillah Betzibar if that was, that was your only option. Hopefully, you're able to daven a little later that you start, uh, you get Birchus Kriyashma after Mishiyakir. Now you can go so with the earlier zman, the mishiach, whatever, whatever my zman It's a pretty uh, lenient zman. That what to be soymechan. You don't have to go for Moshe forty minutes. Could be, could be after Alois. After Alois, but Shema can't. Shema can't. Right. Shema. The, the Shulchan Aruch says the, the Gemara brings down that b'diavad b'aynis it works. The Shulchan Aruch says only once in a while. And he says once every thirty days. That's considered uh, one, occasionally. That's well, that's how it does. It's only a twelve minute gap, approximately. According to some poskim, yes. Yeah. According to to the Ramah, yeah, it would only be a twelve minute gap. Um, you could even have early. You could have you could have uh, other sheets. Ramah holds that it's only forty minutes before Nate's. That's when Alois is. And if you go to maizmanim.com, you'll see there's even earlier, more lenient. Like you know, it's more machmir on the fast day. So on the fast day, everybody goes with the later zman of Alois. 
But uh, there's even an earlier shita, about 90 minutes before before sunrise. And many communities, you know, you go, you go to some communities, they're diving 5.15 in the morning, even in the winter, they are relying on the 90 minutes uh, alois. Now, th- it also comes up regarding, let's say, halal. Halal, halachically, the Mishnah Megillah says, lechatchila, all the mitzvahs that are done by yoim have to be done by day. But if you did it from alois shachar, you're yaitza. So let's let's assume tefillah is not part of that conversation. Davening is all about Yerucham Shemesh, but it comes up, let's say, on Chalamite, Sukkis, taking Lulav and Esrug. So there, you want to only take Lulav and Esrug after, after Nates, that's the Mishnah. Additionally, every Rosh Chaydesh, you should only be saying Halal, after, after Nates Acham. So the question is, what do people rely on? Again, assuming you're running to work, you have some type of uh, uh, anus. So what are people relying on? So this is not the first time it's discussed, you know, on this on this uh, shir. The Stechemed, who wrote an encyclopedia, he put together an encyclopedia of halachic literature way before computers. So he he has, I think it's on Ois Lamed, Lulav. He brings down from the Adaris. The Adaris said that in his shul back in Europe, they would take Lulav and Esrik even before Neitzachama. And the question is, how do you let him do that? L'chadchila, it's before Neitzachama. So, so the Adaris has a chiddish based on how the Rishonim understand the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that the mitzvah of Halel or, or uh, Lulav is only by day, not by night. And therefore, L'chadchila, it should only be after Neitzachama. However, if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara Brachas, that Beis and Beis, says halachically, day begins at Alois and ends at Tzais. So what does that mean? That Midaraisa, the mitzvah is only after Nitzachama? doesn't make any sense. And how can we become this Lechatchil on a Daraisa level and a Bidiyevin on a Daraisa level? You don't usually find such a thing. So most Rishonim learn, this is quoted in the Beis Yosef and Hilchas Nida and other places, that this din, that these mitzvahs have to be done by day, that it has to start after Nitzachama's Xerah. It's a gzeira that a person's not going to be, meaning if you would be allowed to do it earlier than Eitzachama, so that would be, let's say, 5.30 in the morning after Aloy, so halachically it's day, but then a person might make a mistake. Since it's not so obvious when Aloy is, it's obvious when Eitzachama is, the sun started coming up, so nobody would make a mistake. But since it's not obvious, it's, it's unclear when exactly Aloy is looking outside, so then there would be a concern if you would take Lulav and Esrig and you would uh, make the bracha, after, right after Alois, not waiting until Tzais, you might mistakenly actually take it when it's still halachically Lila. So it comes along the Adaris, and it's found in other Paiskim as well, and they said that's only before we had clocks. But now you have a clock, you have you, you could predict exactly when Alois Shachar is going to be tomorrow based on today, even if you don't have the perfect uh, uh, you know, weather app, you, you, know exa- you know within the range of 5-10 minutes, you know you have a buffer when uh, Alois Shachar is going to be, and therefore there will be no Gezeira anymore. And he passed, even the Chathchilo, a person is allowed to take a of an Esri, meaning that Mishnah Megillah is only a Gzeira, Bizman, that there were no clocks. Now that you have clocks, we could uh, push away the Gzeira. So the Stechemet and other Achronim, uh, Rav Shechter, and one of his farm also has a long piece on this, discusses that if you have a Gzeira de Rabbanon, we don't uh, throw away the Gzeira typically. We, we don't take medicine on Shabbos, even though no one's grinding their own medicine in the back of the, in the, back of the kitchen. Yet there's halacha medes that if there's a gzera there's a gzera and that's a debate. But this is another eitsa why some, there's another hetter so to say if someone's running to work. Besides for the fact that b'diyeva the Mishnah says you're allowed to say halal you're allowed to take lulav and esrog even let's say a shana rabbi you have an early five thirty minion sometimes it's before neitzachama when they get the halal but this would be a, a, a reason why yesh yesh uh, you know yesh list mechalav that that would be okay. Okay so that's regarding the zman of shachris. Next, there's a question regarding tefillah b'tzibur. 
So there are many Gemaras throughout Shas which tell us that there's, there's a unique, unique nature of Tila B'tzivar. The Liba Shmaltz is a song of, of based on the Psukim, Hain Kel Kabir Yimas, that Hashem, the Gemara says, Hashem is not Yimas, Tfilas Rabim, that Hashem does not discuss, is, does never get disgusted by Tfilas Rabim. The Ramam explicitly says, Afilu Kulam Rasham. You have ten Rasham get together and they make a minion at the beach. Okay, maybe it's not the proper place to daven, but ten Rasham davening together, Hain Kel Kabir Vila Yimas, Hakadosh is not, is never Moyes Tfilas Rabim. And the Gemara says that, that, uh, that if someone davens betzibar, his tila is nishmas, his tila will be heard. So of course, it's a great idea to daven uh, with a minion. But the question is: Is a person mechuyiv? Is there a halachic obligation to go daven with a minion? So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch uses a very interesting lashon based on the Rambam. The Shulchan Aruch says Yishtadal. This is in Simen Tzadi, in Simen Tzadi. Um, in Siftes, Yeshtadu Adam Lispal Vesaknesis in Matibar. A person should try, strive to daven in shul with the minion. It's mashma from the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam that it's not a hard chiv, it's not an obligation. And again, the Nafkamina for us today uh, in our shir is discussing if a person has to, uh, he has plenty of hours to, to, to do work, he has things to catch up on. Can he say, oh, I'm Tila uh, Sibor is a nice thing, it's like the icing on the cake, but it's not. Uh, obligatory, so I'll dive in at home, it'll take seven and a half minutes, and I'll get to work, I'll get, uh, I'll be, have more billable hours in the day, I'll max out my time. Is a person allowed to do that, or do we say tefillah b'tzibor is a chiyav? So there are many gemaras that are mashma, you know, one way or the other. I'll bring you some of them. There's a gemara in Pesachim. The gemara in Pesachim is discussing the halachas of... Uh, of how far do you have to travel for certain things? It discusses the halachas of, of traveling for for tumavatahara, and then the Gemara says, "This is in Sachem Daf Memvav." Ulatfila unatila sedayim arba milim. When it comes to davening Shmana Esrei and atila sedayim, a person has to travel up until four mil. Let's assume that means seventy-two minutes of traveling before he's allowed to skip out on tfila. And Atila Sadaim. So Atila Sadaim, the Gemara Nchulun tells us that's regarding washing your hands before a Suda. So that means, let's say a person is traveling on the road and uh, he doesn't have any water, and there's a gas station, a rest stop where he could get water to wash for Hamaitzi within the next 72 minutes of his trip. Halach is, it's Beferish Halacha brought down the Shulchan You have to wait 72 minutes before uh, munching on your sandwich and relying on, you know, holding it in a bag or something. You have to wait up until 72 minutes if it's on your way before consuming bread without washing your hands. Out of your way, so there it's only up to a mil, so 18 minutes out of your way, that that, that would be the uh, the maximum you'd have to travel to go get water. Now, the Gemara said litfila for Shman Esri. What does litfila mean? So Toysus brings down from Rashi that it means uh, to wash your hands for davening. doesn't mean that you actually need to, to go... Uh, to go um, daven b'tzibor, tefillah b'tzibor, it means to find water to wash your hands for davening. So the Taisus asked them that that the, the, Taisus and, and other Rishonim are bothered by the fact that if you have if if there's uh, if you're gonna miss this man tefillah, the Gemara says that I think it was Abaya, he he was he got a hilayat, he he cursed someone out for looking for water. Uh, and miss Zman Tefillah. And if you're not going to miss Zman Tefillah, so what's the 72 minutes? If it's on your way anyway, you should go for three hours. If you have, why are you davening now if you could still have time to wash your hands? Therefore, Taisva says it's talking about a basic Knesset. 
to daven in a shul. Seems like even without a minion, you would have to go to a shul. The Gemara says, Lishmoy al harina vela that a person's tfila is nishmas with basic nesses. So it seems like you'd have to go to shul to, uh, to, uh, you would not be able to daven at home if there's a shul within 72 minutes of your traveling. Other Rishonim learn that this is talking about tfila betzibar, that you would have to go up and you have to wait 72 minutes if you're driving, let's say, from, uh, New York to Lakewood, and on the way it's ready to Zman Mincha, and you're not going to miss this man, but you say, hey, let me dive in here, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm on the side of the road, I'm in a gas station, I'll dive in Mincha here, since within the next 72 minutes of your trip, you're going to hit uh, a minion, halachas, you have to wait. So that's how many Rishonim learn this Gemara. Now, based on that, it would seem very clearly that Tzvila B'Tzibor is a Chiv. If Chazal are telling us, just like Natila Sadayim for Suda, you have to wait 72 minutes, so, so this is also a Chiv, and many, including Rav Moshe and other Rishonim, uh, say that that this is this is a source that tefillah b'tzibur is a chiyav. I the Rambam uses the term yishtadel. So Rav Moshe says if you look in the Rambam in other places in Hilchas Pesach Sheni, for example, or Hilchas Pesach Tumah Hutcher b'tzibur, that sugya the Rambam also uses the word yishtadel, even though it clearly is talking about a chiyav. That's the shita of Rav Moshe, Lachar, the Mishabura, the Rachashulchan, and many poskim go with that opinion. Who argues? So there are a few Paiskim over the years that argued. The first one to, to talk about this was the Maril, meaning to show that it's not a Chiyiv Mamish. The Maril is discussing a halacha of Erevin. Halacha is by Eruv Tchumen. Let's say you're in a city and you want to walk to the next city and it's outside the Tchum. So as long as it's within uh, 4,000 Amos, you can make a Tchum Shabbos in between your city and the next city. That Tchum becomes your dwelling place for Shabbos, and then you can walk 2,000 amas each way from your Erev Tchumen. The halacha is, it's a fair halacha in Shulchan Aruch, one is not allowed to make an Erev Tchumen unless it's Ladvar Mitzvah. If it's for Dvar Mitzvah, you're allowed to make Erev Tchumen, but if it's for not, it's not a Dvar Mitzvah, you want to go here, I don't know, you want to go see your friend, let's assume that's not a Dvar Mitzvah, then you're not allowed to make an Erev Tchumen. It was only Nesakin for a Dvar Mitzvah. So the Maril, mentions that it wouldn't work for a minion. The Chavaz Yar was asked, a Shiloh, there was this uh, wealthy guy, he built his own mansion a little bit outside of the community, and there was a moat in between his house and everyone else, but he was a firm guy, at least on paper, and he wanted to dive in and shul with a minion. And the only way to cross his moat or this river was with a boat. So he asked the Chavaz, Chavaz Yar, am I allowed to ask a Nachri, a non-Jew, to to uh, take me across on boat on Shabbos. You're not allowed to travel on a boat on Shabbos. It's only Asr Medrabanan. It'll be a shvus to shvus. Amil Anachri, he had some cheshman that he wanted to do. And the Chavaz Yor in that shuva says that a shvus to shvus is only mutter b'makam mitzvah. Davening with a minion is not a mitzvah. It's a nice thing to do, but it's only rishus. It's not a mitzvah. So clearly the, the Chavaz Yor holds that Tfilah B'tzibar, it's a nice thing, it's a beautiful thing. In very nice, but it's not considered a chiyah. The Magan Avram passes like this as well, in Hilchus Erevin, that it would not be considered a chiyah to Davin Tfilah B'tzibar. But a mitzvah will be. You, it's a kiyam ha-mitzvah. Some hold you actually in the kiyam ha-mitzvah. Let's say there's, you're answering, answering Kaddish, Kedusha, and the like. You're, you're, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of So yeah, someone who goes to shul, even according to those opinions, you're still being a kiyam a mitzvah uh-huh. there, right? But, um, but that, that yeah. Wow. The Gemara also brings down that, that uh, Rav Yitzhak 
one sore of Nachman, he didn't come to Shul. This is a Gemara of Zayin Rebbeiz in Brachos. So Amalei Le'yechona wasn't able to come. Why didn't we get a minion? So he said, Trichli Milsa, it's too much of a tircha for me to come, and therefore I wasn't able to down with a minion. So it seems like it's not exactly the same level Chiv as, as your typical Chiv. So how do, how do we Paskin? So it really depends on who you ask, but most Paskin, that, you know, the American Paskin, they, they, they go with their motion. What about the Gemara that said that, what, the, what, the, what the, he freed his Yeah, slave, yeah, very good. So it's not a Gemara Mokin, very good. The Rebbe freed his slave. Yeah. Right. The, it's Gemara Brachas from Memzayin and Mebez. Yeah, my slave Rebbe right? What do you say? I don't know, I said the sign is on this. Who? Right. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get the in as well. Very good. So you have all these all these uh, halachas that um, and that gemara midst of the rabbim shani to question what that means. Was it for tefila betzibur? Was it talking about pasha zachar? There are many different opinions how how to understand the gemara, but some learned yeah, it's talking about tefila betzibur. And one is allowed to free his slave. It would only work if it's actually a a echiv. So how do we paskin? So I'm just going to go with Ramosha and find these Mahalach. Again, there are other Rabbanim that do that say other things. Ramosha says that it's a chiv. You see the Gemara. Uh, he brings the Gemara in Brachas. As, as Phil just mentioned, the Gemara in Sochim. However, why does the Rambam use the term Yishtadel? He says because this chiv is not like the typical chiv that you have to do it. And if you have, uh, and basically, unless you're an honest Rachmana Patre, you're, you're, uh, Hashem is going to be upsetting you for not coming to Shul. In this case, there are times when it will be mutter. The Gemara gives an example of Tirchli Milsa, as, as Rashi explains, Tash Kaychi, he, he felt weak. He wasn't up to davening. So Ramosha says that although there are times when a person technically, halachically, is potter from Tila Betzibar, it's too much of a schlep, it's cold outside, whatever the situation is, the Rambam is encouraging you, the Shulchan Aruch is encouraging you by saying Yishtadel. Even when you're potter, Yishtadel, you should strive to daven with a minion. That's where Moshe learns the word Yishtadel, but he holds, technically, it's a, it's a chiv, it's, it's obligatory, and uh, that's his opinion. Comes up, let's say a person wants to travel for vacation, or he has a, a business trip, and the question is, what do you do about Tfila Betzibar? So, on one hand, if he's already there, so then, let's say he, he, saw, he, he became from uh, Tuesday afternoon, he asked the Shiloh, and he's already outside, he's in, he's in, uh, he's in, in the middle of nowhere, there's no, tfil, there's no uh, shul within 18 minutes of where he is, so halachili is putter from, from davening to the Betzibar. The question is, is he allowed to go travel there initially? So as far as uh, work, so the Mishabura, Says again, this this shows you how the Mishnah Paskins, the Mishnah and Sivkata, and I believe it's Sivkata Chavtes. He says that when it comes to um, when it comes to Parnasa, he differentiates between Menias Ravach and Hefsid, Hefsid Mikisai. So Menias Ravach, a new opportunity. A person is according to the Mishnah you're not allowed to pursue a new opportunity if it's going to cause you to miss Tefillah B'Tzibar. The Aruch Hashochan argues. The Aruch HaShulchan says that no, even Menia Sarebach is all considered Hefzid. It's like it's similar to what we said last week from the Shach and Hilchus Ribbis, that Bisman you know, times are tough. We have to, uh, whatever money we can make is all considered a Hefzid to not make that money. That's the Psaqal Aruch HaShulchan. But most places can go with the Mishabur that Menia Sarebach, really a person has to, uh, would not be able to skip Tefillah B'Tzibor in order to get Menias, in order to, in order to uh, save himself. Uh, the opportunity, to be precise, to make more money. 
Not that he has an existing client, an existing customer, that if he doesn't show up, it's going to ruin the existing relationship, or he has money invested. In Hilchas Chalma, there are many different uh, aitzes to ha- how to define something as a as a davar aved. You're paying rent. You, there, you know, some place can well, once you're paying rent for a building, every single moment is a davar aved because at the end of the month you have to pay rent. So if you're not open, if your restaurant's not open, a chalamid, your your phone store, whatever you have, if it's not open, chalamid, so then you're losing salaries, rent, uh, overhead, all, all those things add up to have sense. So sometimes in a chanami, it would fit even the Mishabura's criteria to be allowed to miss through the Batsibor. The Aruch HaShulchan is more meko. There's another Eitzah, which comes up you know, for most people, and that is, let's say a person uh, travels after you already daven. So let's say you daven Shachris, and now you, you, you daven 6 o'clock in the morning, and you're taking a 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. flight somewhere else. When you land, it's already mincha time, and there's no shul out there. And this would apply even for a vacation. So the Zaman Nechemi Goldberg, he was the uh, son-in-law of Shana Zaman Orbach. So in the back of Halicha Shlema, which was written by his nephews, I believe, so he wrote a few chuvas there. One of the chuvas he wrote was regarding this, regarding going on vacation um, and missing Tila Betzibur. I can just tell you in yeshiva, back in the day, we asked Rabbi Reisman, Shlita, and he, he felt the person should be machmer, not to travel to a place where there is no there is no uh, minion. We asked Ravelski, I don't think he was so respectful to do that, but we asked Ravelski, and Adasa Cheresima, he felt, I know that if a person needs to go, your wife wants to go to a specific place, whatever that is, Cancun, wherever you're going, and there's no minion there, today there's minion everywhere, every every travel destination became a suburb of Lakewood. So you go to uh, Cancun, there's Lakewood, you go to Panama, Lakewood's there, wherever you go, there's Lakewood. So, but now you have minion. But back in the day, five years ago, there, if you, you found the place to go, nobody was there, there was no minion there. So Ravalski said, if a person wants to go to La Briute, you want to go to travel there to, to take a break, and if your wife wants to go to a specific place, I cannot tell you that it's usser. But even according to Rabbi when you perhaps would have this heter of Zalman Nechem and Goldberg, and that is that that he says that typically a person, let's say a person doesn't have a, doesn't have a sukkah, right? Uh, sukkah's night. So he's potter from sukkah, right? But is he allowed, there's a machlekes chai adam and the the, 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 the nasivis, is a person allowed to put himself in a situation where you'll be potter? So let's say you, you, you fly to a, uh, to some place, and there's no esrogim here. You come as yantif. You were there for a couple of days before you, before sukkis. It comes sukkis. Says no, you, there's no esrog here. So I'm patr. Uh, so to say, you can't buy an esrog on sukkis. Do I? Am I mechuyiv to put to to purchase an esrog before sukkis so as not to put myself in a situation of anus? That's a machlekes in general regarding mitzvahs. However, Rav Zaman brings rayas from. He talks about. Um, he talks about. Derech or Chayka by Pesach Sheni. Halacha is a person is allowed to travel. Now, it could be you shouldn't do this on purpose, but he's allowed to travel, uh, or he's allowed to remain out of the country before Pesach. He doesn't have to go up to Yerushalayim to be included and not to be excluded from Derech or Chayka. Why? He says, because the nature of the mitzvah of Karim Pesach is only for those that are within a certain range. If you're not in that range when Pesach comes, you're technically putter. That's not the mitzvah, is not a chiv on that. So he says the same thing should apply to Tfilah B'tzibar. Tfilah B'tzibar, even if we're going to call it a chiv, that's only if there's a minion within 18 minutes of where you are. But if there's no minion within 18 minutes of where you are, you're halachically putter. So once a person does, he's in Shachris. At 6 o'clock in the morning, he's in B'tzibar. Even if you hold, you're not allowed to go on travel to a destination without, it's not, it's not a hetero of labriot, of vacation, you can't do that. But in this situation, since by the time uh, when I fl- when I flew out, I already daven shachar, shangi daven. Then when I land there, 
then I, I was already in a place where there is no chiv tefillah b'tzibur because at, in this place there's no um, in this place there's no minion, so there's no chiv of tefillah b'tzibur in this area. So as long as you dive in that first minion and you or you went at night, you dive in Marav at night and you travel, you drove somewhere. So when Shachar comes, you're in a place where there is no minion. So even according to Zaman Nechem and Goldberg, saying even those that would hold that tefillah b'tzibur is a chiv. And one has to daven with a minion, but in this case, the chiv does not apply when it's a, we'll call it derech or chayka. So that's the, uh, that, that's another, um, another etza. Yes. This is the machlekes of the cheshulchan and the nesinas. I think it's the chayyad, the chayyad and the nesinas. Yeah, so he's saying it's not that machlekes. That machlekes is on a regular mitzvah. Here, the nature of tefillah b'tzibah, the takona, was only when it's within range. If it's not within range, then, then, you, would, then you would be pater. But would they say the same by sukkah, wouldn't they? If you go where there's no sukkah, it's not there. So that's the machoikas. Regarding that's the Nasivas Chayadu Machoikas. Wait, how's that different than this? How's it different? The nature of the din of sukkah is not only if you're within uh within a you know uh sukkah depot uh you know access to, to a sukkah, then you're chayyad. That's not the nature of the chiv. The chiv is that, that you should have a, a sukkah, you should have a sukkah. Though. Right, the sukkah stage for that's the chiv. When by, okay. by Pesach, in that chiv is the heter of Darah Chaika. So he, his chiddush is that the tefillah b'tzibur is only nesak, and when there's a tzibur nearby, you have to go join them. There's no tzibur here; you don't have a chiv to go to go travel six hours to get to get a minion. Okay. One more heter of the Aruch Hashochan, which you're going to ask me in, in a few minutes. It might be a steer in the Aruch Hashochan. He says that one of the reasons why why he says that that uh, people that someone at work will be putter from minion. Is since there's a chiyuv, there's an obligation to support your family. And I'll read you the Aruch Hashochan inside. He says that uh, this that we're not makbarin. This I think he's talking about mincha. Because the Aruch Hashochan says regarding your family, someone who, who supports his family, he's so it's really a Isaac mitzvah, and a mitzvah. And that's the Limut's Chost Aruch HaShochan has on, um, on, on missing Tfilo Batsibar. So just, just to, to sum it up, Halacha in, in general, if, if someone is not, does not have work as, as, a, as a heter, He's not working, it's a Sunday. So according to the Gemara, and this is how we pass in the Shulchan Aruch, if there's a minute within 18 minutes of his house, and there's no tircha to go, he's not sick, there's no reason why he shouldn't be going, so that, that would be a, that would be, that would be a chiv to travel up to 18 minutes, according to most Paiskim, to go get a minion. There, there is a shita, by the way, that holds that Hoylech Mill is not based on time, it's based on distance, and if it's outside of, let's say, uh, 0.6 of a mile, then it's more than a mil, even though I could drive 70 miles an hour, but that's not uh, that's not considered within traveling distance. If a person's going to work, so according to the Aruch you have the heter, a sweeping heter, that would be Mephanes Banov of Nebesai, so that would be um, that would be a heter. The Mishabur himself is only makel if there's hefsid. Hefsid could be very broad, it could be defined broadly, especially in Hilchas Chalamayr, we'll talk about it, so that might be a Isidaraisa, so for sure here, where it's machoikis, one could be makel, anything that would be theoretically considered a hefset, a person could uh, would would be allowed to miss tefillah b'tzibor. The Chavetz Chaim, at the end of at the end of his sefer uh, Shmiras Halashin, in Chelik Beis, in the Chasimah Sefer, he brings down ten different reasons 
why a person should dive into Tefillah B'Tzibor. And he says, probably most importantly, this is found in the, the Yisrael V'Shor Shavoyed as well. He quotes this from the Zayar Kaddish, and it's found in the Kuzari's writing, that we don't have Kavana B'Zmanazeh. We don't have Kavana, and when we dive in alone, if you're diving B'Echidus, so then we're judged alone by yourself, just you and God. So he takes everything into calculation. When he dive in B'Tzibor, as you mentioned in the beginning of the shir, that Hashem is lo yimas tefilas rabim. So Hashem doesn't weigh all your different, all the different factors and all the different things you've just done that day. Hashem just sees someone davening with a minion and hinkel kaber lo yimas. But mispala biyachidi medatikim oira kol bracham kiven betilasik haigen. And we, we uh, he has a full, uh, full judgment on him. So other reasons why a person should daven, uh, should try to daven the, the tzibor. There are other Mamari Chazal. I'll just pick another one here. In Brachas Davavim Rebbeis, Rabbi Yassi mentioned earlier, the Gemara there says that, that, Kol HaRogil, I'm a Ravim by Rabbi Adam Rabbi Yitzchak, Kol HaRogil Lava Levesa Knesses, Vloi Boya Mecher, someone who is accustomed to coming to Shul all the time, and one day he doesn't show up, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ma'ashub HaShem asks, where is this guy? He walked in the darkness and doesn't have light. So the Gemara explains, If he went for a Dvar Mitzvah, And the Achorinim explained, this means he went to work. There is no light. He won't see the light in his uh, activities that day. Why? My time, what's the reason? He should have trusted in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the Masha explains, that everything will be taken care of. He doesn't have to run to work. He could dive in like a mensch. He didn't have betachin, and and uh, therefore, so you see the Gemara, according to the Masha, and other Achorinim, there's a tremendous segula, so to say, that if a person does not run out of shul, some people have this have the type of to, to run out of shul, it ends up that even if you have a good excuse to run out of shul on Tuesdays, but uh, Sundays and Shabbos and Friday, most of the time you don't need, there's no emergency. But it's the same concept of Yiftach B'Shem Hashem, the end of Chaim Kanievsky, say, for the Arches, Arches Yosher, he brings down people running out of shul. Uh, t- for Parnassa, what's the point? You should have been Yiftach B'Shem Hashem. I did see in the Ein Yaakov, he brings down, um, sorry, not the Ein Yaakov, the Ein Yaakov, it's a, it's a Pirish on the Agadatah Gemaras. So he says on this Marasha that the Gemara asks, the Gemara says, Kol HaRogil, it sounds like, let's say you never come to shul. There's no problem. Then Hashem does not ask where you are, and you don't have this issue of So he says, he says that if a person always comes to shul, he always davens, and so so he, Taka has the siyat of the Shmaya, that he could be Yiftach B'Shem Hashem. He could be someone that should should be b'teach b'shem Hashem because he has a siyat b'shemayah. So if he doesn't come one day, it's showing it's a question on his on his b'tachin and baruch Meaning you're roy l'kach because you daven every day with a minion. But someone who never davens with a minion, so then he doesn't have he shouldn't be yiftach b'shem Hashem because he's not doing his part of uh, of davening with a minion. And therefore taka he, he could go to work so to say because he doesn't have this this um, this this. Uh, uh, the he, protection. Yeah, he didn't have the protection of, of being Bateya Hashem Hashem. Okay, if you want to do one more quick halacha, and that is the Gemara on Daf Yadalad brings down that a person should not do his chafatzav, should not do his own personal things before davening. Uh, the Gemara says, You should not go to work 
before you daven. And Rav Idi says that it seems like the same uh, someone who first uh, davens and then he goes to work. Hashem takes care of you. What you need, what needs to be done. So you have a havtacha in shas that you go you daven first and then Hakadosh Baruch will take care of your your chafatzav. So the question you is, you don't check your emails first. Yeah, so that's a good question. Is a person allowed to check his emails before davening? So right. So let's discuss that. We, we, we don't have so much time. So let's let's <laughs> focus on that. Because that that's a good uh tw- you know twenty twenty three question. Person wants to check his email, see if anything came in, see uh, you know what 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 the day has uh, in store for him. So. So the Gemara here says a person is not allowed to do chafatza before davening. It's paskin and shulchan aruch simen peites sif gimel that asla this asik b'tzrachav you cannot do your work before before davening shemana esrei. What's considered your work? So if it's chefte shemayim, let's say you're mashkiach and kashros, or you, uh, you you're doing something for the tzibur, or some of talks about preparing lunches for children, doing carpool, taking your kids to school. Those types of things are considered tzarche shemaim. The the shulchan aruch and the magen bring this down even in hilchas uh, shabbos to go shopping for shabbos foods if it's not going to be available later on that day. Pomegranates can run out of their uh, the kishka, whatever whatever you think is not going to be available later on, and that's that's what you're doing the kavod shabbos. So that would be mutter to do even a kaidim kaidim shacharis. However, if it's chafatzav, your own things, that is usher to do before davening Shemana So it seems like a person would not be able to go to the office, and let's say you have a late shacharis, you want to daven at 9 o'clock, but you want to take care of things in the office before davening, it's convenient, or you want to check emails, it seems like it would be usher. So a few heterim, potential heterim. Heter number one is, let's say a person started before Alaysa Shachar. So next week we'll discuss the Mishnayis in the beginning of Shabbos say that a person is not allowed to take a haircut and do other things uh, right before the Zman of the Zman of Mincha. So the question is, within a half hour, you, you cannot do those things because Shema Yimoshech, you might end up missing Zman Tfila of Mincha. Does that apply to Shachris? So you have Rash, uh, Rambam and the Ravid. The Rambam holds no, it does not apply to Shachris. It was only a Takana from Mincha. It doesn't apply to Shachris before Alois. Once it's after Alois, you have this other din of you can't do your own things before you daven because that shows a lack of priorities or you might get distracted, you won't daven. But that, that's not the same issue of Masech to Shabbos of taking a haircut. That's how the Raman Paskins, the Ravid argues. The Ravid says it applies by Shachris as well. There's another sheet that holds that it only applies, even the Raman would agree it applies to things that people typically do in the morning. The Mishabur says, since the Ramah here says, Yesh Mekilin, if you already said mixes brachas, so as long as you said some brachas before alais, you're allowed to begin work. So let's say a person needs to go to the office. The only time, he, you know, whatever his schedule allows, he could get a couple hours in the wee hours of the morning. So as long as he starts before alais and he says some brachas, and he has an alarm clock, and he's not going to to, to miss shachris, his 8 o'clock shachris, halakhli he would be allowed to go to the office before. But once it's already alais, or he didn't say brachas, then, then you're not allowed to do work before davening. The Eishel Avram, the Bachacher. So you need Alois and Brachas. Alois and Brachas, then the Mishabur is Mekel. To be, to, so it's really three different Machleks. Machlekes, if it applies by Shachras, if it applies to things that are not typically done before in the morning, and if I say Brachas, does that work? Mishabur says if you, if you do say Brachas, that would uh, that would uh, limit the issue. As long as you're starting, you're beginning before Alois, you wouldn't have to stop. 
Another hatter, this is found in the Ishla of Ram, and that is that things that people just do, it takes a second. So if Shem Azam said, let's say turning on a washing machine or taking out the garbage. So something that doesn't involve a lot of thought, that would also be fine. That's not called Lasoik Bitzrachav before davening. So I'll be Pashtus, simple understanding would be that checking emails should be fine. There will be no issue. It's not a tircha to check emails. On the other hand, there are studies that uh, show this, that depending on what type of emails you're getting in, it could, it could literally throw off your whole concentration for the next four hours because now you're worrying about how am I going to make payments for this? Uh, we forgot to send the paperwork on that. And then your whole day is, is already, you're, you're already on the roller coaster. And that's how life is. So if a person knows that the types of emails that they're checking are just to see um, stop to see what's going on. It's not really just checking the news, you know, uh, when the next Agoda convention is. You're not really uh, gonna throw off your whole day. So then uh, I just got 10 emails today about uh, H3 business conference. So um, you get all these reminders. So if, you, if you're checking that type of email, that wouldn't be an issue. But if it's an email that the uh, property manager messed up and now your whole day is going to your whole thought process is out the window, your whole uh, your whole concentration. So that Lechari would be usher, even though maybe it's not technically uh, Asek Bitsarchov, but you are you are and you end up uh, on the roller coaster of life and you're not but going the, to be the constant the difference, the difference is that you can have a personal email account and a work email account. Yeah. You you don't check your work email, you just want to check your personal. Right, but when do that, then yeah, but fine. when things go bad, your property manager is sending it to your personal email address, so then oh, yeah. uh, it doesn't help, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, yeah. In Ekhanami, that, that, that would be, if a person, or if a person knows that he doesn't care, he just wants to see what's going on, he's not, it's not his problem, so to say, then technically that would be much. There's an interesting uh, Shiloh that comes up if a person has from employees um, to ask them to do work before davening, according to Rav Shlomo Zaman is, is a classic example of Lifneiver. It's he talks about ordering a cab. Let's say you have a driver. See this guy, he drives you to the airport. You have to go to the airport because you have honest, right? So, but you're, you're asking him to, da, to, to um, you, you daven early, whatever it is. He is doing work before davening. Even those cases that we mentioned of, of, uh, of Hefzid, that's not talking about, that's talking about missing Tefillah Betzibar. But no one said you're allowed to work before davening Mishum Hafsid. A person would have to daven even if it takes seven minutes and then go to work. You're not allowed to work before davening even if it's a Makam Hafsid. So if Shama Zamura Bahraiz, so let's say you have uh, you have staff, you have cleaning crew, you have um, people or, or drivers talking about non-religious people, that's a whole different shaila, where is it Lifnaiver? But a regular firm person, he wants to keep the halacha. it's probably Lifnaiver. At the very least, it's Misayeya, the Dvara Vera. You're telling him to uh, to drive you to the airport before davening. It's a serious shot. Maybe you should use a, use an achri. We're to in a few weeks to talk about the halachic question of patronizing Jews versus non-Jews. Here would be a, a reason, like like by chilashabes perhaps. You'd want to use a guy, not a Jew. So here too as well, you'd rather have an achri doing your your morning work if it, uh, instead of having a yid. No, the same would true for mincha. Same would be true. Like, right. So mincha, we're going to see there are many other eitzes. There's shimer and this and that. But but for shachar, so shimer doesn't help you if he's starting after alois. So someone uh, needs a ride seven o'clock somewhere to the airport, and he asks this this yid who just woke up. He's coming in pajamas. He just woke up. Uh, he's doing work before davening. That lechera would be would be lefneiver. So a person should not. So uh, like, like, for example, I have a driver who takes me to the airport here in Brooklyn. So he because I, I give it. I use him because he's a yid, and I'd rather give him the fifty dollars and some Uber. Right, for sure. So if he would daven, when I have a seven o'clock flight. 
and I tell him the night beforehand, I need you to pick me up at 6.15, Is that... he can go daven at 9. Right, so he's doing his chafatzav before davening. So what what's the hat there? Number one, if you gave him enough time, he could have davened at home. Meaning, Tefillah with Seabar, he could say, well, hey. I thought I have to be picked up at 6.15 because I have a 7 a.m. flight, whatever this, right? Just take, that's it. You, you go right, right through security. No problem. No, I'm, I'm just teasing you. Example, right? Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all clear. It takes like 45 minutes to get to the airport. No, right? for sure. I understand. So let's say Alois was 6 o'clock. He could have dived in at 6 to 6.15. That's not done with the minion. He could have dived before in a Hanami. Or let's say it was before Alois. So he had the Mishnah Brewery. He could have said Bracha. He's allowed, once he started working, once he got into his car, he started working. So you, there are times where you could just navigate this and it's not an issue. There's another Eitzah. Shlomo Zamanorach says, you know, perhaps that if a person has a set time for davening every day, he always davens at nine o'clock. Maybe they wouldn't have this issue of <coughs> he relies on it for mincha and marav. That's what we all rely on. A person, even by a suddi, sit down for a meal, go out to eat a uh, late, uh, even a late dinner in the summer, so, or seven, eight o'clock, and you get out of mincha later at nine o'clock. How are you allowed to eat dinner now? You're not allowed to eat before mincha, even marav. So we rely on this hat that if a person has a set time for davening. It will be fine. So if some Zabanorach says, Efsher, perhaps you could rely on it. So maybe that, that would help. If your driver always happens at 9 o'clock in uh, Landau's, maybe that, that would help. And those people that collect the duck at the 6.30 minion, like, I, I spoke to two people yesterday. They told me they dive at 10 o'clock or whatever. No, they told me yeah, they dive at 10 o'clock. Let me see what they So it's a question. It's a question. Is that called work that they're doing? Or is it, um, or they're just doing the, you know? From six to ten, they run around collecting money. And it's a mitzvah. They're telling you it's a mitzvah. Depends. If they're collecting for yeshiva, that's the bar mitzvah. If they're collecting for themselves, for mir, right? They got percentage. They got percentage. They got for They got paid for this. They don't do it. Even, even at the percentage. So why? Right. So, so we, le- we learned this yeah. in the Mishnah Brewer in Hilchus uh, Kriyashma. Let's see a cipher who's getting paid. Or even a shaykhah. A shaykhah gets paid. Even if they're getting paid for their work, it depends on their kavana. If their kavana is l'shem mitzvah, so they are considered oisik mitzvah, they're patim in a mitzvah. Even if you're selling svarim, if your kavana is l'shem mitzvah, even though you're getting paid, it's uh, it's considered oisik mitzvah, patim in a mitzvah. So as long as that that's their kavana for the yeshiva, they would be they would tend to be patim from davening in Gansim. But uh, an ani who's being who's being a machzal psachim, he really should daven. He should daven uh, a few minutes in the morning before before doing these things. Yeah. That's a chila, right? Right, but the idea being that you shouldn't take care of your own personal needs before you talk to Ebster. So the Kharif Salam is saying, that's only the Yemen, because you have to take care of the Baruch first. Yeah, that's why he doesn't really, doesn't feel comfortable saying this, this, uh, this Eitzah. No one else says it, by the way. It's, it, no one else gives this Eitzah, but if you have a set time, I said maybe Ulai, when you're dealing with someone else, lift Naiva, okay, get, get out of lift Naiva, let him rely on that Shita. But um, no, it's not, you're right, normative well, halacha. We discussed this with the, with the Rav and the, uh, the Smicha program, to exact point, is that we do rely on Shachris. And I asked him, Dafka, if today, I always dive in at 7.30, every single day, but today I have an 8 o'clock appointment, I mean a, six, a 7 o'clock appointment, can I do it and then go down at 9 o'clock? He said, you can do it also. Based on the Halicha Shlema. So, okay, if you look at the Halicha Shlema inside, he's the only one that says this. Even he says, Efsher, Efsher, it's in the bottom footnote, he says, Efsher, you could be Semich on it for Shachris. But came out all the posts can do not uh, do not go with that. And again, if someone has an appointment, yeah, a health appointment. One second, if someone has a health, a doctor's appointment, that might be considered chefti shemayim. So meaning, that's, that's there's even a question of working out. No, I'll ask a doctor. Let's say my work schedule, right? 
On Monday, I have to be, I have to, I have to be there at one hour, and on Tuesday, I got to be another hour. So people do that. I saw some people they dive in six twenty million one day, another day dive in seven twenty. Ask them why? Right. Because they have to be at work earlier one day and have to be. At okay, work so I don't know what their situation is, but if they're leaving before Elias, that'll be fine. Again, if they're going to work before Elias, otherwise they're relying on Shemaz Amon Arbach. Again, it's, he doesn't he himself doesn't rely on it, and. Um, most of the place can say it's better to daven bechidus, better to daven bechidus than to go work and then and then daven uh, and then daven. Okay, we'll stop the recording. I'll hang on for a couple minutes.